You are listening to Claret and Blue, an Aston Villa podcast brought to you by Birmingham Live. Hello, welcome back to the Claret and Blue podcast. My name is Dan Rowlandson in an uh, unfamiliar position this afternoon. I'm in the living room because my internet's been rubbish. So, fingers crossed, everything stays connected today because we've had some issues on these in the past. I'm joined by Ash Priest. Ash, how are you, mate? After a lovely week off, I assume. You're going to leave me, aren't you, again? Every, every time I do these, you're just freezing, leave, leave me to go solo and I struggle. Feels good, doesn't it? Actually, back after a week off, all, all's good. Villa are, back, are coming back soon. Good it does, times. yeah. It does, yeah. I deleted social media last week because I was like living under a rock. But it was a good week nice. in the end for Villa. Um, it was, obviously, you started off with Watkins scoring, yeah. right? And then the uh, the kids went through in the cup, looked really good in doing so, 3-0, into the last 16. Now that you've cup, which is quite prestigious. We'll have won it mm. before. Uh, what else? McGinn scored an over a kick. Brilliant. Yeah. He's back in the goals. Wesley's back in back in action. Forty five minutes and everything's rosy again. And yeah, it's all, all down in the dumps. We didn't have to tap them. And fast fast forward a week, a little time after to reflect, and it's all all good now. And Jack Grealish edging closer to return. Got Fulham coming up. Win that. And so that's it for a good finale. So it's all positive for me now. But why not? Like- Sun shining. It all sounds very positive when you put it like that. So it's absolutely nailed on for Aston Villa and the old Fulham three, isn't it? On Sunday, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Don't me back. Yeah. We'll go through the season ratings first. We'll start with the uh, the best transfer of the summer, in my opinion, Emmy Martinez. Potentially one of the best transfers in the league, not just for Villa. Uh, how would you rate Emmy Martinez? We'll kind of go through these quick fire, if you like. Quick fire, yeah, I totally agree. Signing of the season for me, uh, sixteen million quid rising to twenty, well spent. Uh, 28 years old, Argentinian international. <laughs> Incredible signing. He's on to equal Brad Friedel's record of uh, 2010 to get another clean sheet. He needs one more to get another clean sheet. It's 14 clean sheets, is it? And then, uh, but yeah, overall season, he's been colossus. Um, just what we needed back there without Tom Eaton last season. Tom Eaton must be cursing his luck. He's come back, ready ready to go again. And Martin has a snatchy shirt off him with both hands and yeah, can't speak whole enough for that transfer. Villa pounced quick when they did. And, um, yeah, shrewd, shrewd signing. One of the best goalkeepers in the Premier League for me. Um, they had a couple of ricks, okay. Tottenham wasn't great with it, that, that kick and West Ham sticks out. But just, uh, one, uh, you can count them on one hand, to be honest. He's been absolutely incredible. Villa's defence all season. He's, he's been a key part of that. And um, incredible signing. Hopefully, hopefully he's number one for many, many year, more years to come. Yeah, 10 out of 10 for me. Interesting. 9.5 is what we agreed on between the three of us. I think that we had to say so a little peek behind the curtain. There's obviously you know, 20-ish players in the squad. So me, Matt and, and James did, the, I think, seven or eight each. Um, and, but we didn't like agree on the number. We just sent off our, our blurb to Matt. And the numbers, I think Matt picked the numbers and he put 9.5. So yeah. he might have gone for 10. But yeah, 9.5, 10 for Emmy Martinez. Matty Cash, I'll start with our rating this time and then let you go. We decided on nine out of ten for Matty Cash, which we'll get onto it later. But some people thought that was maybe pushing a little bit high. I'd say too high as well. Probably eight, I'd say. Um, he's done all right. Villa missed him big time with his hamstring injury. But yeah, stepping up is one that raised eyebrows initially. Villa going for Matty Cash, come out the blue. Lone Villa had Gilbert and Almo to call upon. And Gilbert finished last season okay. And yeah, he's come, come straight in. Dean Smith started him uh, and he's more than held his own, uh, stepping up a level. I like his athleticism. I like his aggression. Um, good on the ball, and yeah, really, really likable character. Character again, like Martinez. Really nice guy. Um, eight out of ten for me. Yeah, and 
okay, he didn't have a, the best of games against Tottenham. That was down to rustiness. He, he didn't play in a month. Mm. But overall, I think eight out of ten. Solid, great boy. Fourteen million rising to sixteen million. There's nothing. Uh, Gareth Southgate mentioned him in his pre- press conference last week, so that shows he's doing somewhat, somewhat well. He can also represent Poland as well. Should he uh, yeah. switch, switch allegiance? So yeah, I think he's a, a quality player. And yeah, another one who could be around for many more years to come and be a bit of a bit of a fan's favourite. I'll we'll switch over to the other side then. Matt Target at left back, and maybe why some people thought Cash was rated too highly. We put Target. I say we as a collective put Target as an eight. Now I think I'd have put Target above Cash this season in terms of rating. I did the write up for Target and said that you'd probably win Villa's most improved this season. And just to call him most improved is probably underselling him a little bit because the transformation from last year to this year, he looks a totally different player. You know, a podcast we've done where we say, oh, Villa need a new left-back. Well, if you yeah. want to improve on Matty Target, you're probably going to have to spend 30 or 40 million and that's just not Villa at the moment. So for us, we went Target 8 out of 10, but with Cash being 9, it's probably a little bit unfair, to be honest. Yeah, I think Target's had a better season than Cash overall. He's only 25. Coming for a lot of money, remember, last season, 14 million quid for a Southampton understudy because Ryan Bertram was keeping him out. Question marks were raised. He struggled a bit last season. Adama giving the run around. Um... I think he did an interview this season on, on Villa TV. He said, I've learned a lot now. I'm, I'm relishing these challenges. There's a moment at Leeds United away, supporters might have missed, where he, he bars at Helder Costa. He, he got really aggressive, which is not, not really target's nature, but he, he was up for the fight. And that's been um, epitomised throughout this season. So, much improved. Uh, I think he's gained a lot of confidence from last season after his first year being Villa's left-back. Um, and yeah, I can't speak hard enough of target. Future England international, perhaps. Although England well stopped at left back there, but yeah, I think nine out of ten for target for me. He's been outstanding as a Villa's defence. So yeah, I think I've been, I think really impressed with target to be honest, Dan. Let's go and finish that defence then. Concer and Mings, we rated Concer higher than Mings. We won't give you the give away the numbers yet. So I want you to decide. But I've, you know, you've watched Liverpool about Ezra Concer many a times and, and probably should have been in this latest England squad as well. Yeah, well, I think Conte gets a 10 out of 10 from me. I love him. I love everything about him. He makes it look so easy. Yeah. He could play in his slippers and dressing gown. That's how he makes it look so easy. Um, yeah, Southgate missed the trips with him. Hopefully he's on the plane to the Euros. got to be. Uh, he's got Mings out of jail countless times this season. Um, incredible talent, to be honest. £12 million. Pound. What a oh, deal yeah. that is. What a deal that is. Um, yeah, Conte gets 10 out of 10 from me. Means goes unnoticed. I like Means a lot. Obviously, beyond, beyond closed doors, you can hear him. He rallies the troops. Players lean on him. He's been so keen in, in that respect this season. I'll probably go an eight with Mings. Um, yeah. He's been incredible, like you say. Uh, he, he's epitomised what this new Villa is all about when he came in last season and the promotion year. He, he's been a key part of Villa's success and rise through the ranks. So, yeah, he's with England at the moment as well. Um, I think Villa are well stocked at centre halves. <laughs> Two good ones there. Not many better in the Premier League for me. Perhaps Diaz and Stones we, we, we've spoken about. But yeah, um, Mings and eight, contra um, a ten, Mings and nine probably for me. You can't, you can't, you can't complain about Villa's defence too much this season. That's for sure. That's been solid. We went contra nine point five and Mings eight, which makes it seem like a, a bigger difference between the two than there probably is. I do agree that contra is the better of the two, but. A whole point and a half difference, maybe slightly harsh on Tyrone Mings there. I think. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, they've come as a pair. They've done well, and um, they've built up that understanding now. It's yeah. Crazy, crazy. Think, Concert didn't didn't get a kick in last season. Engels keeping him out. Was that Mingles' yeah. partners? Wasn't it? And 
he's took his chance and he's they look like they've been playing together for for years. So hopefully it's the new the new partnership with Melbourne Glass and the Teal McGrath. Hopefully this is um Mings and Cunts's little 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 part of the um, folklore, yeah. Going to midfield then, Douglas Louise, first of all. Difficult one to write, Douglas Louise. I I, I had the probably misfortune of doing this one. I couldn't quite pin down my thoughts on him because I really, I like him, but I really want to love him a bit more. I, I think he's very good on the ball. Uh, he's got elements where I think, oh, what a classy player. You know, one minute I'm thinking Man City are going to come and nick him away from us and pay 20-odd million. And other times I'm looking at him thinking, oh, I'm not even sure he should be in the Villa side, to be honest. It's like a flip-flop between the two so often. So I, I went with a six out of ten for Louise. And I, I, still now, I don't know whether that's too harsh or, or not. Douglas Louise, for the player ratings I do every week after games, it's, he's the hardest player to mark, similar to like Nakamba, because they do the um, the work you don't see that often, do you know what I mean? Nicking the ball and playing it quickly. I find Douglas Louise a really hard player to mark in that sense. Whereas like your Grealish, he's nice to cut like a sore thumb, Conta, the same... Um, Got the rating this season. I probably seven's fair. I'm a big fan of Douglas Louise. Um, I think Man City missed a trick by by letting us have him. Um, and he's, I think he's better when he plays against the better teams. You know what I mean? Man City's the Chelsea. I think he comes into his own. I think he tries a bit too much when he when he knows he's got the better uh, lesser lesser opposition, as it were, and um, he can get unstuck that way. But <laughs> incredibly young player again. What was it? What was the deal? Was it twelve million quid or fifteen million quid? Was it? I think. Um, Again, a player with who's, who's added to that value, and I think he's a player who's going to improve year on year. So, so yeah, I think he's much improved from last season. I think he's he's done well this season, and um, okay, he's been up and down in parts. But I think seven out of ten is a fair score for Douglas. I think he can be a key component for Villa, for Villa moving on. I think he'll suit European football for sure, and um, fully fledged Brazilian international now. So. Yeah. Post them, so yeah, thumbs up from me, Douglas. I like him. We'll go to John McGinn next. Now, I can't remember who wrote this, it definitely wasn't me. Who has kidnapped the marauding midfielder who burst onto the scene during Villa's promotion season? McGinn is a pale imitation of the Ooh. player we know he can be. Now, that sounds quite harsh when you put it like that, but does, yeah. he's not been as good as we know he can be, and that, that is disappointing, isn't it? In, in, a, in a season where Villa have been very good. Previously, you think, oh, John McGinn will have to be on form, Jack Grealish will have to be on form, Douglas Louise will have to be on form for that. Th- two of those three haven't really done the business this year. Yeah, I think McGinn was quick to point out his Villa role in this got an interview after he scored. He said, I'm playing deeper this year, but it's nice to be back in the goals again. He was desperate to be back in the goals again, he said. Hmm. Um, his last goal was against Liverpool, was it? That deflection from, from the corner long, long time ago. Um, yeah. Just showing his exploits in last, in last week for Scotland, the board school kick. He's a threat, isn't he? He was a threat throughout last season, you know, ghosting into the box. Villa have missed that this this this, this time around, and it's bad that down to Smith. He's playing a bit deeper. That's fine. He's, uh, Villa have been defensively good this season, and McGinn's work off the ball has probably been un- got got unnoticed as well. Um, yeah, he's a ball of energy, like you say. He's closing down midfielders there, and he, he's not getting up the other end of the pitch. He's not allowed to. The shackles are on him. So tactical this season, he's had to sacrifice his bit, a bit of his game. Yes, Sam Platt just mentioned there. McGinn's been played out of position. I, I totally agree there. I think uh, I think McGinn could play could, could play as a, where Barkley's played as a ten. I really yeah. do. I think you play higher up and get in behind Watkins if Watkins wants to come deep. Um, I'd love to see that. Um, but yeah, McGinn rating wise, it's hard to compare him to last season because I love him. Um, six or seven. I'm going to go seven. I think we're too harsh on Guinea. Um, 
I guess seven again. I think he's been all right this season. He's he's doing a job that he's not not accustomed to. Do you know what I mean? Mm. He's um, plugging gaps. He's he's filling in, and hopefully we can see see him get further forward in the 10 games to go. But there's someone who always comments when we talk about McGinn, who's a Hibs fan. And I remember they always leave a big comment saying how good he was at Hibs and how they watch Villa now and think he's just not the same player for this season because they can just see that he's being played out of position. It's difficult, isn't it? Because like you said, he's doing a different role now, which is affecting the team differently because Villa are doing well. So ultimately, the system is working, I guess. But we suffer in some senses because John McGinn isn't the same player that that we think he can be. Yeah, just had news come through. Jack Grealish has returned to training. Body more today, so he's back. Yeah, Good. So, uh, we'll, we'll see whether he plays Sunday or not. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. He should do. Um, yeah. We'll get on to Jack Grealish's rating shortly. The next one in the midfield was Ross Barkley. Um, I won't give away our score yet, but your thoughts on Ross Barkley? Who what's one that we seem to talk about every single week? Yeah, big talking point, isn't he? Came in as the marquee signing. Um, big statement when he arrived. And he, uh, he blossomed, didn't he, alongside Grealish and Watkins, that little trio. <laughs> yeah, cooked up a storm. The, the, the tore Arsenal's a bit, tore Liverpool to bits. Barkley was the match winner at Leicester. And his kind of, forms fell off a cliff a little bit. I think his confidence took a hit um, after his injury. Long, long old injury that was, hamstring injury. And Dean Smith tried to play him into form. Um, he perhaps probably should have took him out sooner than, than he did. And... Um, in that respect, he probably gets a five or a six, nothing more. Um, he hasn't played, he hasn't featured in his last five games, has he? He hasn't started in his last five games. And yeah, he's at a bit of a crossroads in his career now, Barkley. I really want him to come on strong with 10 games to go. Because he, look at the player he is, he's an asset when he's um, yeah. fit and firing. So whether he'll get that chance, I'm not too sure now with Villa having Morgan Sanson. So Jacob Ramsey emerging, but still time to go. I think he needs to lay down a marker and needs to. Needs to do more with his time on the pitch if he, if he gets it. So, yeah, a tale of two seasons for Barkley, isn't it? He was a 9-10 start of the season, firing on all cylinders and returned a bit flat and hasn't been at, at the races. So, yeah, mixed bag from Barkley. I can't see Villa signing him on this form, to be honest. It'd be a big investment um, for that. But we'll see. But I'll probably say five and a half, six out of ten overall. Yeah, we said five. Um, our ratings are probably just one lower than yours by the looks of it. I think Louise and McGinn, we went six and Barkley five. You went seven for those two and a six for Barkley. So. I'll, get the, I'll get the backlash off the players, you see. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> I mean, Ross Barkley can come and, uh, come and have a go at me if he wants, but yeah, five out of ten for Ross Barkley. <laughs> uh, Jack Grealish, I had the uh, the pleasure of writing about Jack Grealish. It was a very short paragraph. I just said, look, what is what, you know, what else can you say about the, the guy with the magic in his boots that we haven't already said before? We miss him because he's not in the side. He's our captain, talisman, inspiration, whatever buzzword you want to go for. I write him very highly. His fragile shins less so. I went for 9.5 out of 10. What would you say for, for Super Jack? 10 out of 10, mate. Can't, can't Super Jack, Super Jack, isn't he? Um, <laughs> incredible season. He's just, his stats are crazy. He's having the best season of his life. His numbers are there. He's close to 10 goals and 10 assists now. He's, he's, had, he's had a month out. I think only Bruno Fernandes is ahead of him for chances created. That's despite his injury. He's ahead of De Bruyne, all the stats. And oh my God, look how, look how Villa have missed him without him. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. So, yeah, he's been incredible this season. Such a joy to watch live as well. Um, oh, I'm jealous of that. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Fans, fans haven't seen the best Jack Grealish yet. It's a scary talent. He's just skipping past players for fun. And yeah, really relishing it. So, hopefully, he comes on strong now. 
the club just put out a tweet. He's back in training today, so hopefully he's, he's on the men for, for Fulham on Sunday. Been long awaited. Been a bit frustrating journey with his injury, but we're nearly, nearly there now, and um, he's come back at just the right time, like he did last time. So hopefully we're going to ten game winning streak <laughs> like last time. <laughs> Imagine. Um, yeah. We'll go with we'll go with El Ghazi next um, before we get to my man Ollie Watkins. We'll go El Ghazi and Trezeguet at the same time. They both played. No, not Trezeguet. Troy. I do that every single time. Actually, all three. El Ghazi, Troy, <laughs> Trezeguet. Just go four three, mate. They're, they're, they're meshing to one good player, wouldn't they? I suppose. Uh, <laughs> you got the, the work right of Trezeguet. You got the silky Troy. You got the, the finishing of uh, El Ghazi. He's a good finisher. They'd all be a great player. Um, all three. I'd probably say Troy has been the, been the standout for me on a consistent basis. Okay, he hasn't lived it up week by week, but he's coming. He ain't done too badly, to be honest. Uh, for seventeen million initial from Leon. Um, bit of a statement signing as well. Champions League pedigree and all that. He's shown, glim- he's shown glimpses, hasn't he? He's his skills, first time finishing. Uh, he's got in the goals, but consistency is an issue, as it is with a lot, a lot of wingers, apart from Grealish, who's just consistently good. Uh, same with Algarzi as well. He had that good December. He's up for, um, player of the month in the Premier League. He was on fire, wasn't he? Um, after scoring that penalty. As for Trezeguet, it just hasn't happened for him, has it? He started the season well. He had a goal rubbed out to Arsenal at the back post where that went down as an own goal. That could have kicked him on. And he, he picked up a hamstring injury at West Ham and had a, 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 a lengthy spell out. So, all three, I'd probably go Traore, a seven, Algarzi a six, and Trezeguet a five, probably, in that order, I'd say. To be fair, that's close. We went uh, Traore and Algarzi six and Trezeguet five. So, two mm. out of three a match there. Is it fair to say that Trezeguet is the worst of those three now? Is he the, the third choice winger? It's tough one, isn't it? I'd say so. Although he did start the season, didn't he? He was yeah. his preference, wasn't he? Just hasn't happened for him. It's just strong. He needs a goal. He hasn't scored since Arsenal in Project Restart. He needs a goal. He needs that confidence boost. I think he's been away with Egypt with Salah, um, which has done him which, which has done him the world of good on the international break. But but yeah, um I do feel sorry for Trez now and again. There's a lot of work. Um he doesn't get rewarded. And um, he, he did put the put in the best performance against Spurs. Um, but yeah, struggling for consistency. It's a hard thing to grasp as a winger. Um, I think he needs to go back to basics. And obviously with Jack back, hopefully that, that helps. But but yeah, I think interesting one. Is Trezeguet going to stick around after this summer? If you want to go on to bigger and better things, I'm not not, not so sure. So so we'll see. But Al Ghazi, he had a good month. I need more from him as well. And likewise, Troy Allray. So... All three could, be, could, could do coming to the four with 10 games to go to really make a statement ahead of the summer. Uh, and finally, Ollie Watkins, the main man up front. I think we went nine out of 10. Yeah, um, really like him. Great guy. Come a national treasurer overnight after he's gone in San Marino. I took that really well. Um, yeah, I can't, yeah, I've seen him after the Tottenham game out the gates at Villa Park. He said, all the best for next week. Not knowing, just exploding to just becoming like a sensation like and everyone's took to him all the England lads seem to like him a lot in terms of Villa's form 10 goals double figures in his first season um, should be more as well should be a lot more yeah he's a long term investment I'd say I'm going to say 8, 9 probably say okay. I'd say 8 8 out of 10 again I'm, it's a hard one to judge because 10 goals he, he does a lot more than just score doesn't he um, yeah but yeah a long-term investment, paid pay, pay the money for him. Doing his uh, priority signing last summer. I think he's here to stay. Uh, 
yeah, I think he's had a great season stepping up. Like you say, I think I think he'll kick on even better next season. So eight, nine out of ten, something like that. There's, that, there's obviously a few more players in the squad that we rated. You've got Elmo, uh, Nakamba, Sanson, etc. I don't want to ask you about all of them because they, you know, most of them have only had a couple of appearances here and there. There's two I wanted to ask you about at the same time. Uh, Jacob Ramsey and Morgan Sanson. Yeah, it's still early days for the pair of them. To be honest, Villa signed sure. Sanson um, ahead of schedule. They wanted to sign him this summer. Um, they've seen the, the opportunity there to buy him for £14 million. Got him in. Took him time to adapt. He wasn't fit enough. He, he openly admitted that. The, the training sessions were too quick. But he's getting there now. I've liked what I've seen when, he, when he's come on. I've liked, seen him start a, bit, a few more games now, uh, coming into the end of the season. So I'm expecting double, treble the player, what we've seen now from Santon into next season. I, I like what I see from him. Um, as for Jacob Ramsey, 19-year-old kid. I think he's done well. He's coming for his first start. Wolves away against uh, Matinho and Neves. And he did really well. Um he hosted Horahan out the team, out the squad. He went. Ramsey's taken his chance. I really like him. Um, he could do the goal as well. He's been close on a few occasions now, bursting into the box. But yeah, he signed his new deal as well, Ramsey. His brother's doing really well in the, um, the youth sets up as well. He, he lit it up last week. So the future's good. I think he's good to have around. Uh, I really didn't want to put, put him out on loan again. They kept him around the group. I think he's excelled. I think he'll be, he'll be double the player next season as well. He, he knows he can play at this level. So, 19-year-old kid doing it for his boyhood club. Nothing better to see. So, yeah, I think Villa in good hands in, in midfield there. Regarding ratings, it's hard, hard to rate them, isn't it, really? Um, yeah. I'd probably say Ramsey's done well. Seven. Seven out of ten. Really done well. Sanson, probably six. Um, we'll see more of him next season, I'm sure. Yeah, I think we put six for both, which... Possibly a little bit harsh to rate Ramsey below Sanson, but yeah, that's, I think that's what we went for. Six is the average, isn't it? Is, is that yeah. my, the my correct understanding? Everyone starts with a six. I'll just go on football manager. And if you, yeah. I start Same. with a six, don't I? So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Six out of ten sounds quite good, but it's not, is it really? It's only just over halfway. Anyway, getting bogged down in the details. Let's talk about the summer transfer window, which is something that will be fast approaching with only ten games left of the season. There'll be all kind of rumours coming at you. Um, we've had a look on the website of five Villa transfers that we can make in the summer. I'm going to read out all five names in one go. We've got Ed, Odson Edward from Celtic, Divock Origi from Liverpool, Ivan Tony from Brentford, Michael Elise from Reading, and David Brooks from Bournemouth. Uh, you look at those, I think midfield and striker is where Villa needs to strengthen. No defenders on the horizon there. Uh, first of all, is that what you think Villa will do? Look to bolster midfield and, and striking options in the summer? Obviously, got Wesley coming back um, very soon as well. Yes. So that'll be almost like the old cliche, a new signing, won't it? It will, yeah. Yeah, whole cliche, yeah. Um, I think on, on that list, I think Michael Elise sticks out. For me, yeah. 19 year old, I watched him play blues last week, the other week, and he, he really stood out, standing like a sore thumb in the championship. So it's a market villain, oh well. Matty Cash, Ollie Watkins, even you know, McGinn's and Mings, they've all played the best football in the championship. Villa not, not, not afraid to tap into that market. Um, I think Smith did an interview recently as well, saying British talents is, is what we'll go at. So, yeah, I think Elise Hayes sticks out there. Regarding improving the squad, I think attack, yeah. I think that they look to improve the attack. A lot of people, a lot of players will have uncertain futures. Keenan Davis, what, what, what next for him? He doesn't, mm. doesn't seem to be getting the starts that, that we want to see him in. He, he hasn't been given that much of a chance to impress, as it were. Will, 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 will he seek a loan move? In his first team football, he needs to be playing week in, week out. We haven't seen that. Uh, yeah, and elsewhere, I spoke about Trezeguet earlier. Will, will he stick around to go again? 
will Smith stick around with Algarzi, Troy, Trezeguet as the wingers? Or will improvements be made? Probably be the latter. Improvements will be made. But yeah, like I say, there's 10 games to go. I think it's a shot window for everyone now to prove themselves. They're up to the standard because they really want European football next season, okay? They might not get it this season, but they really want to kick on next season. So I'm expecting a big summer in that regard. You know, sporting director Johan Langer, I think he's working away behind the scenes, identifying a, a list of players to sign and bolster the squad. Um, conversation about Ross Barkley, perhaps, with Chelsea. Can't see that happening now. Elsewhere, yeah, Wesley and Ollie Watkins. Will Villa go in for a striker? Tammy Abraham? Who knows? That, that could that could, that could sail on, all depending on what Chelsea do. Because he, yeah. he ain't playing at all at the minute. Harlan's there to be got at. Will Chelsea get in? But that thought that caused like a domino effect. Loads of scenarios to look at. Um, yeah, just, just analysing the squad on the whole. Martinez, sound. I think right back. I think Gilbert will come back to compete with Cash. I can see that happening. Alma, perhaps. Contracts up. He's been such a good servant, Alma. I can't speak highly enough of him. I think he'll move on to Pastures New. I think Kansa. Mings are solid enough. Courtney Horse, I think he'll stick around. He's been unfortunate with injury this season. Bjorn Engels, what next for him? He hasn't played in over a year. I think he needs to go out and play football. Does that promote Dominic Riven from the, from the youth team? I don't know. Will they go in for another centre-half? At left-back, we've spoken about this. Neil Taylor, he's moving on. Potentially, obviously, contracts up. So... There's a position there. I know Villa have tied down Sebastian Revan from the 23s. He looks very good coming through. It's Matt target position. So, loads to talk about. Defensive midfielder, Emma Mills, has just just, just um, mentioned there. I don't want to see McGinn playing defensive midfield next season. Emma, um, I'm, sh- I'm sure you agree with that. Douglas Louise, yeah, I think that is his position, but can he play a bit, bit, bit higher perhaps? We've got Marvis Nakamba. He's been out of the team recently. So I could go on forever, could not really. <laughs> um, I think the well-stacked in midfield, to be honest, perhaps a proper defensive midfielder to come in, like an Indeedy kind of player who could break it up, a bigger presence in there. Mm. That could be something they're looking at. Um, I think the, the department's good. I think Sanson will be like a new signing. Um, Chris Heath there, Sander Berg's been mentioned throughout the last few months. Yeah, good With Sheffield United going down. So... So, yeah, I think they need to make a statement this summer. I think they need to make a statement to the locks of Grealish. She's saying we're mean business yet again. And um, it, it should be an exciting one. Yeah, good around of that. How much do you think we'll spend in the summer? They've gone big last two summers, haven't they? Um, is it £200 million combined. I think it was yeah. 80, £88 million last summer on five players, buying quality over quantity. I think it'd be the same mantra again, to be honest. I think two, three, four, four new players, perhaps. Um I think it'll mirror last summer, to be honest. Just upgrades in key positions. Um, I think Nassif, Suarez and Wes Edens, they mean business, don't they? Everyone can see that. So I think they'll go big again. Um, and they'll be working on the transfer list of priorities now. So so we'll see. I think I've lost you, Dan. Have I lost you? No, no. Still here. Are you there? Um, the same went then. But um, yeah, promise it'll be a big summer. I think that'd be the... That'd be the uh, the bracket, I think, 80 to 100 million, I think, will be spent on improving the squad again. We'll call it a day there. Thanks very much, Ash, for joining me this afternoon, Monday, to get things uh, rolling for the start of the week. Aston Villa are back on Sunday, and so is Jack Grealish. Or back yeah, in training, yeah. at least. Fingers crossed yeah. he actually plays, but he, he should do if he's if he's back in training. Come on, Jack. Um, it's, been a, it's been a long time, this international break. It's been as long as all the others, but it feels like it's absolutely dragged on. So I think I'll speak for us all when I say uh, I'm looking forward to Villa coming back and, and hopefully winning on Sunday evening, mate. Yeah, let's go for it. Fulham, there to be got at. 
and I think this this break will done Villa wonders now. Ten game yeah. shootout to go. I think they can they can, they can, they can do something special if, if if they keep at it. Thank you for listening to Claret and Blue, an Aston Villa podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, then please do let us know. We love hearing your feedback. We'll be back soon with another episode, but until then, up the villa. Up the villa.